0: Didn't you do that yeah. last week or the I week before? I don't know, before? maybe sometime recently. We, I, didn't, I didn't try and do that. It's like as soon as I hit record, you just happened to be burping. I felt
1: it coming, and I was just like, hold it. Okay. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like William Wallace on the front lines. <laughs> hold! Hold!
0: <laughs> oh. Well, um, today...
1: We talked about some things. It's kind of an impromptu. Well, I mean, we know we're doing the cast every week, but we didn't yeah. really prepare this week. No. Which is fine. Yeah. We just is <laughs> we, we might have forgot to do it if I hadn't said something earlier today. I was thinking about it. Were I you? really was, yeah. I just hadn't messaged you yet. Yeah. But I mean, we would yeah, have, we would have done it. We yeah. you're still you still are going to get your episodes on Fridays, you know. It'll stop do. stop bitching. Yeah. Calm down.
0: Um we talk about fucking
1: some horror movies. Yeah, a we're little. not to, we didn't do super scary this week. No, but we it was kind more of like a
0: casual yeah, horror we, movie we conversation. F- we fill
1: it in with some, you know, <laughs> as always, some Scream Factory and Arrow talk. Yeah, did uh, we did talk about
0: the Kenny Omega, uh, Kazuya Okada match from Wrestle Kingdom Eleven? Yep, and that was our about, first topic. I think, yeah. Like. Um, we're going to have an upcoming trip to a Ring
1: of Honor live event Mm -hmm. discuss that a little bit when I asked Lindsay if she wanted to go to that Mm -hmm. she gave me this really weird look and she was just like Ring of Boners and I was like no (laughs) Ring of Honor and she was like oh yeah that's fine (laughs) and then it was at the shop so her client was like it's just bukkake the whole time (laughs) (laughs) Ring of Boners Uh, well, so, uh, kind of a lighthearted cast, but Mm -hmm. in the meantime, um, you can follow us all over the place. Um, we're just like taking the internet by storm. Mm -hmm. So follow the band, uh, on facebook.com slash superdivorce, Twitter at superdivorce, Instagram at Band. Snapchat at Super divorce. although we're really not active on Snapchat with the band. No, more of our personal accounts. More of our personal accounts. Um, and then check out SuperDivorceMe.com, our official website. Uh, I saw you kind of redesigned it a little bit again mm-hmm. yeah. recently. It looks really cool. Yeah, more um, streamlined. Yeah, more, more streamlined. Kind of, it's it kind of has that like coming soon feel to it because yeah. we have a lot of stuff coming yeah. soon. Yeah. But I didn't like it. I didn't mind it. It looks mm-hmm. it looks really good. Yeah. Uh, and then, as we say every week, we are trying to be much more active on our personal accounts across social medias. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bender. If you nasty. That's the letter U, Bender, if you nasty. And then you can find me on Instagram, at Bender Butt. Uh, Snapchat is just Zach Bender. I don't really know how you search for people on Snapchat, but add me anyways. I don't care. Um, and then I'm on Facebook, at Zach Bender. Again, I'm, I think it's hard to search for people if you're like not mutual friends sometimes.
0: Yeah, usually like a million people have the same name, and then you have to... You know, scroll
1: through and try and find the right picture. So, what you can do is you can check out the Divorce Club mm-hmm. on Facebook. Facebook.com slash divorce club or some. I don't know how you No, get you, it. you just have to search Divorce Club. Search Divorce Club. Search it on Facebook. They don't let you
0: have your own custom URL until you reach a certain level. Because it's, it's dumb.
1: So it's, but search the Divorce Club on Facebook and, you know, find where I've posted because yeah. I have posted in there if you want to add me.
0: Yeah. And so, then, um, yeah. and then search me out too. I'm on Twitter, uh, Snapchat, Instagram. My username is just Nicholas Balars on everything. Yeah. So I'm, I make it very easy for you to find me. I make my ass very available, and uh, and I try and post pretty regularly.
1: So. I don't know if you can search on Twitter by like your display name and not your handle, but mine is just Bender. Okay. I changed it from my name to just Bender. So I don't know if that'll work, but Mm -hmm.
0: Hmm. whatever.
1: Well, I only have 14 (laughs) followers, so I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's okay.
0: Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you can find us and please do. Uh, oh, also, please, because we got this new cool thing going on now. Email us, uh, send us an email um, with the subject line to Sweet Me and include your uh, shipping address in the body of the message. Send that on over to club at superdivorceme.com and you will be entered for a chance to win a weekly mix CD curated by either Bender or I and we go back and forth um, every week. So this week, Bender will be putting the the uh, mix CD together.
1: Yep, and I'm actually gonna follow suit with your idea and do this week. Whoever wins on Sunday is gonna win uh, Bender's 2016 Top Tracks. Okay. You know, and it's gonna be all songs from uh, the top ten albums that we that I went over last last cast. Good idea. So,
0: uh, yeah. And it's a it's a physical CD. Yep. We are burning a CD that will be shipped to you totally free of charge. so you don't have to worry about us like hitting you up for shipping or anything like that. It's, yeah. just, it's a free gift just just for hanging out. Yeah and you uh, send us that one email and you'll be entered in to try and win every single week. So
1: but you can send us more than one email and you know let us know what's going on too. Yeah, that too. So uh, enjoy this week's podcast. And uh, I guess we'll we'll see you in the outro. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce.
0: Hey, man. It's Nicholas here. Uh, Super divorce, supercast. Mender's here too.
1: Hope everyone's having a good week. Yeah. It's it's weird, like, we've still been doing this podcast every week, but I feel like very recently you've been very deep in work, yeah, like band work and stuff, so we don't talk as much during the week. So I know we just did one of these last week with Jason, but it Mm -hmm. feels like for fucking ever since I I was over here last.
0: We have just, like, a little bit of back and forth online here and there, but, you know... But There's we, not much hangout or anything like no. that going on right now. And just we
1: used busy. to sometimes even when it was band stuff, we used to talk for like a cup like an hour or two. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like, hey, I'm I'm doing this. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Like, yep, that's pretty cool. And then you're like, sweet, I'm gonna keep doing <laughs> it. <laughs> There's so much like kind of busy work, being yeah, done Right it, now, yeah. You know, I mean, the, it's all it's all necessary, but
0: a lot of secret stuff that Mm -hmm. we're not talking about yet but really really
1: awesome stuff like obviously I know some of the secrets and it's man got some fucking cool Mm -hmm. stuff going on right now I know
0: I feel like it's you know people listening you might hear about oh yeah everyone says we got big
1: news coming up but like really no we really do we do like stuff that you know, you all know that we're we're working on new music, but there's like a lot more going on behind the scenes than music. We're mm-hmm. we're doing a lot more stuff. We're setting up a lot more things than just a new album. And I don't think you're going to expect it when we finally unveil it like no. yeah. it's really cool. It's it's kind of unique what you know where it's not a hundred percent unique don't like no we were we were inspired by other in, uh by other situations yeah um it's been done before it's just not done often right right so just just really cool stuff
0: going on yeah but until then beer me beer me you already took a drink of yours yeah you i did i did cheers
1: cheers I was quite parched when I, when I got over here, so...
0: That is good. We're drinking Rheingeist Hans.
1: Hans. 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 It's really good. <laughs> I like this a lot. It's a
0: Vienna-style lager. Um, this is... Well, I mean, we haven't done um, just, like, a, a single beer for a while, I feel like. Well, Cause we, we did... Because we, we did... We
1: did th- beer me beer me beer me beer me yeah and then we did the list where we drank beer and did shots so it's been like two episodes since we've done one beer
0: and before that we might
1: not have even had one
0: we didn't because we did we did the beer me beer me beer me beer me because of not doing one the week before that yeah so it has been a while and the one before that probably still would have been a seasonal i think maybe I don't know. I, I don't. What I was getting at was I think this is not only is it the first single beer we've done in a while, but it's also probably the first non-seasonal that yeah. we've done. Yeah. And shit, maybe since we
1: started. Since we started doing Beer Me and then with just us. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Because yeah. we, we went from uh, you know fall seasonals right into Christmas seasonals. Mm-hmm. This is really good though. I like yeah. this beer a lot.
0: Get yourself some Rheingeist Hans Hans Vienna style
1: lager. This is a this is a Cincinnati brewery. Mm-hmm. Home home brew. For for us, I mean, we don't live in Cincinnati, but we're damn close to it.
0: Yeah. Soft and clean, toasted bread notes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. It's good.
0: Quietly, Hans types <laughs> his scribbled notes into a manuscript, pausing to adjust his wire rimmed glasses and take a sip of his lager. He smiles.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting description on the back of his can. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a story. Oh, boy. I dig uh Rheingeist's logo a lot it is neat it's really good uh it's a good logo they have a good product design i think it's mm-hmm. very appealing i would wear a reingeist logo shirt they probably have oh t-shirts. yeah they do they definitely do we should go down to the reingeist brewery and see if they offer tours we should that should be uh that should be a super divorce outing
0: that would be fun
1: Speaking of outings, Nick kind of convinced didn't have to try very hard, but convinced me to go to my first live wrestling event in February.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go to Ring of Honor in Columbus. I talked to Jason; he's Uh, down to go too. Okay, since they live right there, right there, yeah. It's a fun atmosphere. It's much different than going to um, a WWE event, uh-huh. though those are really fun too. It's, I'm sure it'll be at uh, you know much smaller venue. Yeah. Uh, so you're no matter where you sit, you're going to be pretty close to the ring, and uh, it's a little more I don't know a little more interactive, huh. a little more intimate feeling.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of like. I'm almost hoping a little bit that, it, like, it's you know the like a like a kick to to get to get into it because yeah. I even watched you know I watched that match for the for the Wrestle Kingdom match yeah and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast I don't
0: I wanted to and then yeah. it totally slipped my mind last week
1: yeah when we were on all that um, other stuff but but I watched the Wrestle Kingdom what was it eleven. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom 11. And, like... The Okada-Omega match. Yeah. And I still... I thought it was, like, cool. But I still couldn't really, like, differentiate what made that match so great versus, like, any other match that I've seen. So, I was just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's yet another wrestling match where I was just kind of like, they're... They're wrestling. <laughs> There were some cool moves, yeah. Like especially when I think it was Omega, like just like Angel leapt over the ropes, yeah, from the from the mat over the ropes, like over the mats outside the uh, ring, and like all the way to the guardrail and landed on top of Okada. Yeah, like I was like, okay, this the physical prowess on display in this match is awesome yeah you know but i still was just kind of like they're athletes mm-hmm. you know i didn't see i still couldn't see it as a story and a drama and i guess you know. it's because you get
0: used to a certain pacing with most matches so like the f- first of all the fact that it was nearly an hour long yeah is very unusual uh-huh. and then most matches that are between 10 and 15 minutes You'll have kind of a slight build and it kind of reaches its climax and someone hits their finisher and then right. that's it. Right. But with theirs, it was like back and forth, and Omega actually never was able to hit his finisher on Okada. I noticed that. And so then the one winged angel.
1: Right. And then Okada won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but I kind of was like Because Omega kept trying his finisher and wasn't, could never hit it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Okada is going to win because they won't let Omega do his finisher. Yeah. And then he didn't get to, and then Okada won. Yeah. Because he did his finisher like five times. Yeah.
0: Which is something else that is more common in Japan is, um, especially in a high profile match like that, like it usually takes a few times. Like, in WWE, a lot of times, just someone hits their finisher once, Oh, that's it. Right. But it kind of builds up uh, the tension a little more if a guy hits his finisher and then the guy kicks out, and then he has to do it again, but usually in like a a different way. Right. You know, maybe with more intensity, or you know, from a different angle, or something like that. Right. So, you know, I think if you were more familiar with the typical wrestling match, like you would have expected that match between okada and omega to end several different times like that's that's the cool thing about a match like that is you know for the the trained and accustomed wrestling fans you're watching you're like holy fucking shit you get thrown off because you're like okay this is it this is the end and then the guy kicks out and it's
1: like oh yeah
0: so that's that's part of the fun
1: i uh i do when i was watching it i did kind of I didn't see it so much as like a, like a drama and a story, like, you know, something to buy into, Yeah, but I did kind of give it a, like a, like a video game Mm -hmm. view almost where like they kept doing his finisher and I could just like see the life bar going down, you know, but then like. They they both had like regenerating life bars, mm-hmm. so he would do his finisher and get it down real low, but yeah. then Omega would like knock him out for a while mm-hmm. and his you know give his life bar time to regenerate. Yeah. But then Okada would have to like keep doing his finisher. You know it was almost like a like a Marvel versus Capcom yeah match where mm-hmm. like you can pretty much activate your finisher like anytime yeah. throughout the match and yeah. like. They're just kind of super moves. Or like an X-ray move in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It, it it kinda like I I kind of adopted that sort of feeling with it. But again, as I said, like I I I respected the the physical prowess mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but I just I still was watching them as athletes mm-hmm. performing yeah. their routine. Mm-hmm rather than, like, being psyched out that uh, uh, Omega kicked out for the fourth time, you know, because I was just like, they planned this, that he's, you know. Well, the the
0: interesting thing about wrestling is a lot of times you'll have kind of plot points, if you will, that are planned out beforehand. Right. So the finish and the beginning and maybe a few... like big spots throughout the match they've definitely gone over but a lot of it they're going out there and they're they're calling the match in the ring almost like uh it's you know like an improvisational solo Uh in a song where they're just working with each other as it goes and uh so it's not completely choreographed there are certain parts that they work out beforehand but a lot of it they're telling each other as they're going Uh you know you have one guy who's kind of the general calling what's coming next, you know, and be like, okay, hmm. you're, you know, I'm going to duck and you're going to hit me with a clothesline when I bounce back off the ropes. You know, you're right. saying this as you're grabbing him by the hair and pulling him up, you know, and right. sometimes they'll give the next spot to the ref when he comes over and checks, you know, so the ref will get down, like, act like he's checking on him, but that's when that wrestler's telling him what to relay to the guy across the ring. Uh, so it's, it's kind of interesting how everything comes together. That's cool. Yeah. So,
1: well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited to go experience it live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you, I think you kind of, you lucked out because it's on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to request off work or anything. Um, Lindsay, you know, said that she would go, which is really cool. Yeah, and then like, but that's also it's the twelfth, right? Yeah, that's the day after our anniversary, oh. so we kind of can, you know, we can kind of celebrate Saturday night, and mm-hmm. then like also have a fun thing to do on Sunday, which is kind of nice, you know. Yeah. So the the situation seems seemed right. You know what I mean? Cool. You'll get to see uh, the young bucks.
0: Who are probably like the most exciting tag team in the world right now. Yeah, they're really fun to watch. And then another guy uh, named Cody Rhodes, who's a member of the Bullet Club now, and he spent like his entire career in the WWE Uh and just um, left—not quite a year ago, but a little under a year ago. So it's it's cool to see him on the indie circuit now, Uh doing his own thing. So that'll be fun. Yeah, it's, it's He'll so get a big pop. He'll get they a call big it. pop. Yeah. You get a pop when you come out. <laughs> 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 Try and pop the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's what we'll be doing. If you come out to uh, Ring of Honor on Feb 12th in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. we'll be there. Hanging
1: out. I uh, was hanging out with... My friend Nancy, you remember from the Aberthuze show? Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with her the other day, and we were talking about Horror Hound, and, you know, it prompted me to look up the guest list, because I haven't really checked in on it in a while. hmm And, uh, basically, the entire cast of Monster Squad is gonna be there. Oh, shit, you know what? When is that again? March. It's, like, this, it's like the second weekend in March.
0: Okay. That's incredible, because I just... Yesterday, ordered the uh, the Mondo vinyl soundtrack for Monster Squad. Really? Yeah, I will take that with me, and I
1: will stand in line as long as I have. As long as it takes to get everyone to sign it. Yeah, I'm like the only other people that I really want to meet. This are Tobin Bell and uh, Kane Hodder. Tobin Bell is that Tobin Saw guy? Yeah, Jigsaw. Yeah. I just, I love, I love the Saw movies. Like, yeah. they're, they're just torturous fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to, mm-hmm. you know, get the opportunity to meet Tobin Bell. I want to meet Kane Hodder because he's always at conventions and I never meet him. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to take Jeez. Jason X for him to sign. <laughs> and then I also want him to sign my ankle because I have like the 13th yeah. uh, tattooed on my ankle that I got on Friday the 13th. So I want his uh, signature on my... Did Alex do that? Yeah. It's the only tattoo he ever did on me, thank God. <laughs> and it's like, it's not bad, and the one you have isn't bad. Yeah, he did a great job But, of like, everything too. else,
0: <laughs> everything else he does. Is... Well, I remember talking to him about it afterwards, and I was like, dude, why don't all of your tattoos look like that? And he was like, because I was afraid to fuck yours up. Cause you and Jesse own the place and I didn't want to give you a bad tattoo. I was like, well, you the... shouldn't want to give anyone a bad yeah, tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you shouldn't just give people shitty tattoos cause they're not your boss.
1: Well, That's... he is a terrible person anyways, but, yeah. uh, so I want to, I want to get his signature on my ankle mm-hmm. and then have a uh, Lindsay tattoo that. Um, so, but other than those two, there's not really anybody I'm interested in except for, like, the Monster Squad people. So, I'm at this sort of impasse where I'm like, do I try to set aside enough money to have everybody from Monster Squad sign, like, a poster or something? Because, you know, I have a lot of signatures on a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I don't have, like, one item that's just covered mm-hmm. with, you know, like, an almost an entire cast um, so I it, I, it, would be fun. I think it'd be interesting to, to have that. I mean, I think the most I have on any, any item, uh, is three or no, I take that back. My most signed, uh, movie is, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. And I think I have five signatures on it.
0: I'm going to have to look this up real quick and see the entire cast that's going to be there.
1: Definitely all the monsters, and then I think, like, three of the kids, oh, and the cop, like, the dad, like, they're all going to be there. Yeah. Just go to horrorhoundweekend.com.
0: Let's see.
1: I'm hoping that, like... Because Carl from Walking Dead is going to be there, Chandler Riggs. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that he kind of like takes away from <laughs> the like a buttload of tickets are going to go to preteen girls who yeah. think Chandler Riggs is hot. Yeah. Because the last time Chandler Riggs was there, he came out from like behind the screen or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like girls just. That's screaming. the way it was when I went to Walker Stalker,
0: a few years ago. Oh, and he was he was there, yeah. and they like brought him from behind a curtain and they had to like hold Going all these back. girls screaming so girls stupid. it was like uh, just watching you know a boy band like good for him
1: yeah you know great for him that he you know that he's was... has fans and whatever but it's just it's silly uh out of context like it is it's a boy band scenario <laughs> yeah at a horror convention yeah you know Oh yeah, Wilford, Wilford Brimley. Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Wilford Brimley is gonna be there. I want him to sign like a jelly donut or something. <laughs> Richard Brack. Doomhead. I'd like I'd like to meet him. He he did uh amazing in that movie in thirty one. In
0: your opinion?
1: What? In your opinion, he did amazing. I liked him, yeah. I didn't like Doomhead. You're just you're <laughs> You're as wrong as what you are. <laughs> There's Kane. Kane Hodder. Tom Noonan.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he was he was Frank. Duncan Rieger. He's an awesome
1: Dracula. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I would, He should have gotten his own Dracula movie at
0: some point. Yeah. That, pretty much everyone.
1: Yeah. Literally. All the
0: big names. Fucking, uh. Oh wait, I wonder if. Cause it says, oh, the swamp creature, yeah. I don't see him. And this, Wolfman, um. I don't know if this is the actor, like who played him out of costume, or if it's just like the guy in who the, did the makeup or what. Okay. Because I feel like if it was the guy who played him out of costume, they would have had a picture of Napoleon Dynamite and the things he's done. Because he was Uncle Rico.
1: That's right. That's not Carl's, not his
0: name. I don't know his name.
1: I'll look it up. Here we go.
0: But this guy, they've got, like, in his other movies he's been in, they've got, like, Waxwork and Munchies. Uh... The garage. John Grease. John Grease, okay.
1: So this must be the werewolf, the makeup guy. Carl, the bolt, tie
0: bolt. Yeah. Something.
1: He probably played just the werewolf, but but John Grease uh, played him, you know. Yeah. As the human werewolf. Right. Well, that's kind of a bummer, but still, like, it's... Still cool. Still cool, yeah. I'm kind of upset that, like, whoever played The Creature isn't there.
0: Yeah, it seems like a weird one that you couldn't, you know, get that guy to come out. And then, of course, the kid who played, um, what's his name? Horace. He passed away, I think, in, like, the late 90s. Did he? Yeah. So. But the other kids are going to be there. Which is pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. I might have told you, I think, on one of like the behind-the-scenes things for uh, Monster Squad. Yeah. Um, like, for years, they didn't even realize that it had a cult following. Really? And yeah. Like, the actors just... Because it wasn't an initial success, it went all this time, and pe- they just figured people forgot about it. And then, like, when internet fandom started becoming a thing, it kind of, you know, had that rumbling, Uh and people started talking about Monster Squad again. I think you had a lot of people who had seen it as kids, but, like, maybe a lot of their friends never saw it. They started talking about it online, and then you had the community forum, and then word of that community got back to the actors. And they're like, oh, shit, people like this movie.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I didn't like this. It's, you know... It's a great movie for like, I you know, I'd never seen it until we did it for, uh, what did we do it before a podcast? Think, yeah, we, we did just it for about a podcast. It on a podcast. <laughs> it was a topic. And I'd never seen it until then. And it's great. And it's, you know, it does kind of, sometimes it makes you wonder like, why wasn't this popular when it came out? Because it's really good. Like, yeah. it's a fun movie. The makeup is great. Like, the effects are good. The story is good you know the acting is good and silly like yeah. it's it's a classic 80s children's horror movie so like i don't know why it wasn't popular back then but i am glad it's popular now yeah but i think for like for what it is it's a little
0: it's a little edgier perhaps yeah, like is. goonies yeah but i think for what kind of movie it is it's like just as good yeah in my opinion oh yeah
1: <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for Horror Hunt this year, um, and it looks like they got many more to be announced. So they say. Yeah. They always that's always at the bottom, uh-huh. but we'll we'll you know we'll see what happens. It's almost February, and the things mm-hmm. in March, if you know. Yeah. I uh, I wouldn't mind meeting Dennis O'Hare either. He's big on American Horror Story. He's been in every season. Um, he seems really cool. Uh. John Jarrett, John Jarrett, from I Wolf from Wolf Creek. Creek. Yeah, I just don't like. I he seems cool, but I don't like Wolf Creek at all. I thought that movie was great. I'd have to rewatch it because I've seen it like twice, and mm-hmm. I just can't. Couldn't get into it. I thought about taking Devil's Rejects just to have E.G. Daily sign it because she's in oh, that. Yeah. I would. Uh, I'd take Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was her when I first. Saw the movie and then afterwards. Who is she in Pee Wee's? Like uh Dottie. Like the girl that uh kinda is his love interest, if you will. I'd have to rewatch. Big adventure, right? Mm-hmm. The old one. Where his bike gets stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like the famous line, there's a get up kiss. Oh
1: yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh when she I remember she comes to him in the bike shop yeah. and it's like I'm a loner Dottie. Yeah. Rebel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That would be funny to have her sign. Yeah. Oh, you can do photo ops with her. Photo ops, let dude, photo ops with Wilford Brimley. We Come really, on. we need to do that. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's kind of a shame, really, mm-hmm. that like I had no fucking idea he was in the thing. Yeah. Because literally my only knowledge of Wilfred Brimley is that he's in diabetes commercials.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you can't feel too bad for him because he's literally been acting for probably like over 50 years. Yeah. So most of his career people didn't know him for diabetes. Right. It's it gave him a resurgence. Yeah. How yeah, why like why else would millennials know who Wilford, Wilford Brimley is, is.
1: If he wouldn't have done the diabetes commercials. It's true. I guess it's true. That movie, Death Valley, um, also has the kid from A Christmas Story in it. Oh, yeah? And I read recently, because f- Scream Factory is doing their... It's their five-year anniversary, so they're doing like a look back over their releases over the last five years, and they were talking about Death Valley, and... I can't remember the kid's name. It's Peter something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but is it the kid who played Ralphie? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, they were talking about how they were like getting together all of the bonus features for death Valley and everything. And they had contacted Peter.
0: hmm. Uh,
1: and he declined to like interview about death Valley. And they were surprised because they were like, you'd think the guy would want to talk about anything else besides Christmas. Story. Yeah like he did other things right but like he declined and they were kind of cuz like the 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 facebook posts include you know like messages from like the owners of the company or yeah. like the senior whatever and whatever you know big 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 people in the company mm-hmm. so they were talking about how they were actually kind of really disappointed yeah. that he didn't want to participate in their special edition release or whatever but they got like a bunch of other people and Did he say why? No, it didn't it didn't say why. They were just kinda like he declined and we were kind of disappointed about it. Just like Jamie Lee Curtis declined to talk about Terror Train when they released that, like mm. she wouldn't appear in interviews or anything. It's like you did yeah. a movie, you know, like if somebody cares enough to want to talk about it, yeah. like should, you know, you should talk about it, I feel unless like. Unless they had, like, a horrible experience making it yeah, or something. Yeah, if they had a... Like... I mean, I'm not... I wouldn't... If they're going to decline, like, you know, I'm not going to force them or whatever. But, you know, somebody cares enough mm-hmm. about this movie that you might not give two fucks about, you know, or whatever. But somebody cares enough to, like, not only release it... But, like, restore it mm-hmm. and film new interviews and give an audience uh, a glimpse into production they've never seen before. You know, breathe new life into this film that you were a part of. Yeah. But you you don't want to be a part of that resurgence. You don't want to remember this movie or whatever. And it's like, you know, okay, if you had a bad experience, I understand. But if it's any other reason, mm-hmm. like, you're just like, ugh. I just... I did so many other things in my career. Like, get off your high horse and... Do an interview. It's just an interview.
0: Yeah. Well... It's like, for years, Vanilla Ice, when he toured, wouldn't play Ice Ice Baby. It's like, dude, why the fuck else are people coming to watch you? No one is coming to
1: see you for any other reason.
0: It's like... You should be thankful that you got that song because... It's like
1: Warrant and Cherry Pie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, well, maybe you hate that song, but without it, you probably wouldn't have had a career.
1: So just you know, suck it up and play it. If we hit... A, if we got a one-hit wonder, mm-hmm. you know, I understand. It would be kind of a bummer to be a one-hit wonder. But yeah, Flock but... of Seagulls is still playing music, even though... They hate the song "I Ran." No, like they get to go and they get and to play. go and
0: tour, yeah. And like, when, <laughs> not that he's a one-hit wonder by any means, but like, I've seen, I've seen him like five times now. Do you think Jimmy Buffett ever plays a concert without playing Margaritaville
1: or Cheeseburger in Paradise?
0: No, because like that's what the people are that's fucking there to party want. and yeah. hear these songs and sing along to him. It's not. Just about you at that point. Dude You're, has,
1: what, like eight or nine albums, maybe? Oh, many more than that. Many more than that? Yeah. It's Probably just closer
0: between 15 and 20.
1: 15 to 20 albums, but 75% of his crowd just wants to hear Margaritaville <laughs> and Cheeseburger in Paradise. He, well, on one of his live albums, he, he kind of pokes
0: fun at that, and he they play a few songs, and then, you know,
1: he's like... He's
0: like, well, we're gonna, we'll play the, the hits coming up here soon. He's like, I know you're out there thinking, I don't want to hear any of that other fucking shit. <laughs> play that one fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to ha- be a good sport about it. Yeah. And just have fun, you know.
1: Like, appreciate the success. Yeah. You know? And the people
0: after 20, 30 years are still coming excited to, to go and hear you play one song. i would
1: love to have a thriving music career you know where people enjoy or or people are many of our songs reach an audience or whatever or connect with people but i i feel like maybe i would feel different if it actually happened but if we got if we got one song off and it and it made people want to come see us play music 20 years from now Mm -hmm. because they want to hear one song fine yeah (laughs) like i'll play that one song twice in a row yeah if it means that you're gonna come see me 20 years from now even if you play it you know every night for your
0: entire life what is it like three minutes out of your day
1: yeah and it's gonna support team. you. It's gonna it's gonna for, literally let you live. Yeah. You can live off of people coming to hear one song from you.
0: You're not talking about going and clocking in at a place you hate for ten hours every day. Right. You're talking about playing one song
1: for like three and a half minutes. And Ugh. spending the other fifty seven minutes of your concert yeah. or the other, you know like, hour and a half of your concert playing other stuff. Yeah. I think it's a fair trade-off. I think so, too. I think it, I think so, too. But yeah, I don't want to be a one-hit wonder, but I'm not going to be butthurt if we are.
0: <laughs> well, because even if you are a one-hit wonder, most bands that are
1: still have a dedicated following. Exactly. I was going to say the exact same thing. There's still people that like your music other than your one song. yeah. You know? But that one song, you know, you've got your dedicated following and then that one song sells tickets mm-hmm. to the other people that aren't dedicated but they want to hear one goddamn song. Yeah.
0: You so know, why not? I don't
1: I don't I'm not a big uh Jimmy Eat World fan, mm-hmm. you know, but if they were on a bill with like two other bands that I enjoyed, mm-hmm. I would buy a ticket Just to see them play the middle, Mm -hmm. they've got plenty of other songs, you know, songs that I know as well. All I know, all I can say, like Mm -hmm. I know other songs that they've written. Yeah, but to watch them play the middle live, like I'd stick around for that. Mm -hmm. I would stay if they were headlining. I'd stay and watch them play the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's a good ass song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Or the sweetness, sweetness. Yeah, yeah. That's the other one. That's the other one. I actually have, and I I, I say Jimmy Eat World because I actually have seen them play. Uh, they they headlined um, a Paramore show oh. because they essentially discovered Paramore, <laughs> yeah, or at least were uh, were instrumental in getting Paramore famous. Uh, so they were on tour together, and we didn't stay for the entirety of Jimmy Eat World's set, but. They did play the sweetness, and we stayed for that. I don't think we saw the middle, but mm. we stayed long enough to hear the sweetness. And, uh, and yeah, uh, like same same thing. If it was Paramore and somebody else in Jimmy World, I'd go.
0: Yeah, there are probably plenty of people out there who watched MTV 2 casually in like the early two thousands, early two thousands, and only know the taste of ink. From the Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah. People might remember that video and be like, Whatever happened to that band? They had that one song without realizing that they're still making music and they're pretty successful, you know. Yes, Just, they are they are. They're
1: still going. Yeah. They didn't bitch out like MCR or Motion City.
0: No. Nope. Bitches. <laughs> They'll probably both be back at some One point. day, one yeah. day,
1: I know, but I'm still mad about it.
0: Even like their rumblings that the Smiths are going to get back together. Yeah. Even bands who say absolutely never, no way. No, it's never going to happen. 100% usually end up getting back together.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like we said, because uh, th- we've talked about this before, but I know System of a Down is coming out with a new album. Mm-hmm. And they like hate each other. Yeah. That's why they stopped making music, because they like hated each other. Yeah uh and and now they're they're coming out with a new album so Blink went away yep because they hated each other
0: and at some point tom DeLong will probably be back with them playing music again when
1: he stops being weird god
0: <laughs> i don't know if that'll ever stop but yeah
1: he'll probably do at least yeah. one tour fallout boy broke up for like three years yeah and then came back Sometimes bands break up just so somebody can do a solo album. Yeah. And then they're like, JK. Because, mm-hmm. you know, because Patrick Stump did a solo album that was kind of weird. And so did Gerard. I mean, Gerard Wade did a solo album, too. And which
0: Frank, sort of right?
1: Frankie has a band. Yeah, Frank Eero is in a band called Frank Eero and the Celebration. And uh, Ray... Just put out an album that he's part of Mm. recently. I think I don't have it yet, or I haven't looked up, looked into it. Mm -hmm. But I follow Mikey on Instagram. Didn't you say he's just like
0: a family man?
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Like, he doesn't post all that often, but when he does, it's just like pictures of his wife, or Mm -hmm. he's at like a, like a, I want to say like a Baltimore Ravens game. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just like a sports fan and just hangs out with his wife and stuff I'm like good for you Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, used to
0: be in this band you might have heard of every <laughs> once
1: in a while it's so funny because one time he posted i was kind of like you know they say they call it creeping i was scrolling like way back into his news feed mm-hmm. or his instagram feed and he had posted a picture of like his jacket from the Black Parade, like the marching band jacket. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, the caption was just like, oh shit, found this in an old cardboard box in the <laughs> attic. And it, of course, you know, it had like 50,000 likes or whatever. But it's just like, cheap," oh, yeah. Like jizzing all over their phones <laughs> because he found his Black Parade jacket. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's like, oh, remember this? Like, yeah. this was pretty cool. I remember that. It was fun. <laughs> you like only the biggest emo band yeah. of all time. Yeah. I follow Gerard too cuz obviously with he's big on the young animal stuff and yeah. post lot and that kind of thing. The new do you have the new issue of Doom Patrol issue 4? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up. Do you have the are there coloring pages in the back? Um I don't know. I've
0: I just put have, it in you the haven't little...
1: flipped through it yet. No. There's supposed to be He posted pictures uh, where you can scan and then print off Bane's coloring corner in the back of Doom Patrol. And it's, like, pictures of Bane, like, wearing an apron. (laughs) And, like, you're supposed to scan them and color them. Let me see.
0: Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. Right there, look, yeah. Chef Bane. <laughs> <laughs> so you're supposed to scan those in your computer and then print them off, and and they're coloring pages. That's awesome. They're so great, Astronaut Bane. <laughs> and I love it's the Bane from the movie too, like yeah. from Dark Knight uh, Returns or Dark, whatever it was, Dark Knight Rises.
0: It says molto
1: bane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love Young Animal. Like they're they're just they're killing it. It's such a good, such a good uh, company. Like I'm so glad Gerard is doing what he loves because he's bringing so like something different. It's just a little different he's yeah. bringing to comics, and it's great. Have you been getting like all of these the variants black and, and white? stuff? Yeah.
0: Um cuz they've done one for like each
1: comic now. Have they? they? Yeah. That all look like this. I sh- uh I think I might I might have some of them. But yeah, cuz there's the uh Mother Panic. Oh, that's there. really cool. Yeah. I love Mother Panic.
0: <sighs> have you heard any more news about like that comic in particular, struggling. In no, that's just
1: what Tom told me the last time I was at Nostalgia.
0: Oh, I was talking to him about uh, curse words. Oh, I got that. He, yeah, he told me that uh, they sold like forty-five copies, uh-huh. which he said was extremely rare for like an image book. Yeah. So, it seemed like it was you know a good omen for the future of that maybe, one anyway. Maybe get
1: that. Maybe get that graded. That in mm-hmm. the the preview that we have.
0: They still have the one variant, the like hundred and fifty dollar one. Oh, the, the, you know who you know who
1: bought the fifty dollar sparkle variant? Yeah, the owner of the Kevin. store, right? What yeah. A douche. <laughs> like Kevin's a cool guy. I like yeah. him a lot and everything. And I don't I don't get to see him that often because he works after he works like in the evening. Yeah. Uh and, and I'm always there during the day when Tom is there. But yeah, like I was I mentioned it because I I was like Nick was in here yesterday. We're we're both looking at that sparkle variant, and Tom was just like, "Yeah, Kevin's gonna buy that. He drove up the price so nobody would buy it." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" A dick. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, you can get that variant on eBay for like twenty five. Yeah.
0: So I did see it. That's because I looked it up when I was in there, and that's why I didn't buy it. Right. Because I was thinking about it, and then I checked Amazon, and I was like, "Well, I want to support the local shops and everything, but twenty-five dollars difference—yeah,
1: that's, that's like a, a little steep, you know." Yeah. so I, uh, I wish I want to, I want to pick that up, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, i i still, I haven't read curse words yet, but I'm glad I got it. Mm-hmm. I want to, I'd like, to get that graded, and I think I also picked up the Scotty Young variant. Uh, which was him, the wizard, like peeing lightning on yeah. the robes and stuff. Yeah. I haven't bought it yet, but it's on my it's on my list. That's like yeah. the one thing I was I was wanting to do. Aside from, I have a pre order for Persona Five, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be Lindsay's anniversary day present. And then you know the pre order for the Switch. Aside from that, I was gonna buy comics on Friday, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and then, like, that's what I was, then I was going to cut off. I was even going to talk to Tom and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm planning on, like, not buying anything all through February, so please don't let Kevin throw anything away on my, <laughs> my list. Yeah. I'll be getting my tax return soon, though, because I did my taxes early, because I'm an adult. Raise the roof. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I got my W-2 in the mail, I was just like, might as well. Okay. (laughs) I had, speaking of taxes, I had the best customer service interaction with TurboTax. Really? The other day. Just like online or? No, it was on the phone. Okay. I had to call them. Uh, I'll try to summarize, but okay, so basically... Every year, my dad did my taxes, okay, and he used TurboTax, but he had, like, a username and a password set up for me. Mm-hmm. Well, last year, I decided, I did, the 2014 was the first year I did my taxes myself. Okay. I also did my taxes last year, but I signed up for TurboTax on my own. hmm This year, I forgot that I had signed up by myself last year. And I talked to my dad, and he gave me my username and password, and I got in, and blah, 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 whatever. So I get all the way to the end of my taxes for 2016 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 2016. And it's like, okay, there's new rules, and the IRS requires a specific number from last year. So we need that number. So I go back into, you know, TurboTax, and, uh, I can access the form that I need every year from 2007 to 2014. But the one year I need, I can't get to. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's listed under this other username that I have. So, I had to call TurboTax. And I was just like, look, I have two usernames. I don't know why they're both registered to like the same email address and I was like I just need to get into this other account to get my number to give to finish my 2016 taxes like everything's done I just mm-hmm. need like this one number and the and the dude's just like okay so you don't know what your other username is and I was like no I know this one the one my dad set up I was like I know that one and he was like, but you don't know the other one. I was like, no. And he was like, okay, well, I can't give it to you. And he was like, but it's pretty close to your other one. And I was just like, hmm. I had three of seven letters, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> because they sent me an email and they were like, log in now. and it But it only shows me three of seven letters. The first two and the last one. There's four blank letters in the middle. And I'm just like so he's like, It's close to your other username and I'm just like, I I don't know, man, like I only think about taxes once a year <laughs> and he kinda of laughed and he's like, I know, I know, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty similar and I just like couldn't think and he was like, What just think about it. Think about what what were you thinking about when you set up your account last year? And I was just like, I don't know. My you know, whenever I do stuff with taxes, my Whatever is normally have to like do with money, like because I'm getting money, I'm expecting to get money back. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, eh, <laughs> kind of. And I was like, that doesn't really help. And I was like, okay, so the first two letters were this. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, is the third letter this? And he was just like, I can't tell you. <laughs> I was like, God <laughs> damn it. So then he's like, okay, okay, okay write down the username that you know and I was like okay so i wrote it on a piece of paper and he's like now write the other the the other letters that you know underneath it and i was like okay and he was just like some of the letters are the same but not all of them and they're switched around and i'm just like dude like i have no idea so finally after like 5 minutes Of him like giving me brain teasers (laughs) he's just like okay okay if you think you can verify a bunch of personal information he's like and you probably can but he's like if you can verify a lot of personal information then i can send you an email to reset your password and that email will have your username in it and he was just like, but I gotta be honest, you're probably gonna hate yourself when you see it because it's so easy. And I was like, I know, I know, but just go ahead. And so, I was able to verify all the information, and uh, I I got an email, and it was, it was like totally obvious. As soon as I saw it, I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was able to get into it and finish my taxes. But it was just so funny, like... He was really, really nice. And he was just kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to help. you feel have...
0: like after seeing it, do you feel like his brain teasers were like, did you feel stupid for, a little, not, for not realizing? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like he was giving you a good lead. He
1: was giving and... me okay leads. They yeah. weren't, I think he was doing the best he could without giving it away. And unfortunately... The amount of information he was allowed to give me yeah. wasn't enough to spark my uh memory. Mm-hmm. You know, he gave me everything he was allowed to and it wasn't enough. Yeah. I feel like there were a couple things he could have said like to pull, like he could have told I was right about the third letter. Mm-hmm. I was correct. But he couldn't tell me if I was or not. So it's just it like plants that seed of doubt yeah you know but it was just really funny i i wasn't expecting to have to like solve puzzles (laughs) you know (laughs) to like get my username and stuff (laughs) but it was just really funny he was really he was really nice and really cool about it yeah uh and i and you know i guess at the end of the day like you have to appreciate they really do care about your security like that's good it's good to know I was like, it's fucking, it's me. Like, I have all this other stuff. Like, why can't you just say, it's this? Mm-hmm. Well, but. Looking out for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it was really, it was a funny, funny exchange. I had a good
0: customer service exchange with Cincinnati Bell, actually, when I was calling to cancel my service. With really? Them. Quick and painless. It's it very, nice. it very nice. It's very nice. But I feel like my, it's good when the reason you're canceling is something that they cannot argue with. Yeah. Which is what happened. Because even like, after I canceled initially, like three days ago, earlier today, like their corporate manager from this area called me and was like, hey, Cincinnati Bell, just following up with, you know, making sure we didn't do anything wrong, you know, seeing why you're deciding to leave. And I was like, well got an offer from another company they are starting their internet at 100 megabyte megabits per second i'm getting 20 with you guys and that's like where you top out uh. and it's also going to be cheaper with the other company and <laughs> she's just like
1: well thanks yeah there's really there's nothing you can say at that yeah point what can you say. do you can't just be like hey we're gonna lower our price yeah for this internet that's 80 bits fast or er, slower yeah. than what you're gonna be getting. Yeah,
0: it was like they're starting at 100. That's like the not lowest. even the fastest, or you know. I was just like, well, when uh, when we get our infrastructure up to that speed, we'll contact you again. And I was like, okay,
1: yeah, that's fine. But it's weird. It's like. Why even bother being a company when there's other companies that do it better and cheaper? I guess you just count on people not knowing about the other company, yeah, you know, which is kind of shitty. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> but I just relying that... on people's uh, like naivety to. Yeah. Well then I guess that forces them to play catch up and it's like, well if you want to stay in business, you're going to have to be faster now. Yeah. And then you can come back at your old customers with a cheaper price and be like, "Come back, please. Yeah.
1: We'll give you a great deal." I mean, I would too. Like I'm the kind of person that's just like, "Oh, you're going to like give me the same thing but cheaper because mm-hmm. now you've gotten to this point like, all right. Yeah. Fine." It's I'm capitalism. Cool with that.
0: Yeah. Let's play. Play some capitalism. <laughs> some capitalism. <laughs> who's
1: got the lowest price? That's what I'm saying, well, who's going to offer me the same exact thing for a low, a lower price, or a better thing for a lower price, or a better thing?
0: You can't argue with that. Like
1: I, I, I want to. I mean, it all goes to the same place. But I want to start buying movies from the UK yeah. from Arrow because mm-hmm. they're cheaper than they are in America. <laughs> And they have a better selection. And they have a better selection. So it's just like, win-win, <laughs> why not? They, I've been, you know, because I follow them on Instagram. They post pictures all the time of, like, displays in stores and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like half the movies on the display are, like, seven euros. Yeah. And I'm like, that's only, like, eight dollars. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why are they eight dollars in the uk and 45 dollars in america for the same thing probably
0: i think it has something to do with the fact that they're you know not a u.s
1: based company
0: it must be so they're paying more in you know
1: distribution and shipping and all that kind of stuff but if you but now they have aero u.s too you know that's got they have u.s titles
0: They might be taxed at, like, a higher rate for being a foreign company, too. Possibly, yeah. So then they have to make up the difference by raising the price here. Yeah.
1: But it's just, like, I can't, I think, I think they had Donnie Darko, their new, like, Donnie Darko Steelbook, you know, I saw Mm -hmm. was, like, on a shelf at a store for, like, 12 euros. (laughs) And I was like, god damn it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. maybe uh maybe someday i don't know but then like you know shout factory movies are just as expensive and they're not a foreign company right
1: yeah yeah i know but if you go on shout factory's website and it's the same with arrow but if you go on shout factory and scream factory there are some titles you know they've got like like the thing collectors edition is at like thirty five, mm-hmm. and the the return of the living dead is at like thirty five. <laughs> you know, but you go to like from beyond or uh, maybe the prince of darkness collectors edition, and they drop down to like twenty one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of their double features are like seventeen. Um, the, I really want the Terror Vision slash, uh, the Video Dead double feature and it's like 15 on their website, but then you can get it on Amazon for like 12, you know? So I think they, they have higher prices, they have high prices like that, but they do differentiate between like how much extra they're putting into a movie. Like the thing uh, is at 35 because it is like the most comprehensive version of that film on Blu-ray. Yeah. There's the, the most interviews, the most versions of the film, like it's all packed onto that disc. So it's $35. Whereas like the terror train DVD or Blu-ray that I have was only like $20 mm. because it's not as it's not as stocked up, yeah. you know. Although I'm kind of glad that I haven't bought the thing on Screen Factory yet, because guess who's releasing it? Arrow. Yeah. Are they really? They're they they got to fifty thousand likes on Facebook or whatever, and like as this they had a celebratory announcement and they're releasing the thing. Hmm. And I was like, you're probably gonna do it better.
0: Well, I wonder if they'll be able to like are. If if Scream Factory's version has, like, all of these new interviews and shit, are they going to be able to wrangle in, like, the entire cast again oh, no. and be like, well, I know that you guys just probably talked about all this shit for the yeah, last release. Like, Kurt Russell might just be like, nah, I just did this. I don't, right. I don't feel like it.
1: I don't know. I guess we'll see. I watched uh, Poltergeist 2 the other day and was watching some of the new features and everything and it was pretty interesting. I didn't know that almost the entire production design for Poltergeist 2 was done by HR Geiger. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Did not know that. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. He wasn't interviewed for the movie. Well, he passed away, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, he passed away. So he, uh, he wasn't interviewed obviously. But uh He also didn't, he didn't, uh, leave Sweden to be on set. He sent like this Asian dude Mm -hmm. who was kind of like his protege or like his partner. Mm -hmm. He like sent this Asian dude over, um, who had like a, had like a nickname. It was like, it was like dead hands Rob or something like that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I can't remember but sent him to, like, oversee and, like, help out with production and make sure that his vision was, like, coming to life and everything. And He just would send the team, like, drawings. Like, every, uh, I think one of the producers or one of the special effects coordinators was saying that, like, every couple days he would get an envelope in the mail that had, like, giger drawings in it and it was just like i had a bad dream last night yeah so here's this uh it was pretty cool they a lot of once again it's just fascinating to me how they pulled off different effects in that movie and like have you seen poltergeist 2 yeah it's been a long time but do you remember the puke monster yeah so they were talking about production of that costume and that character and Like, up until that point, um, monster outfits had kind of been, like, a one-piece deal. You, like, made a cast of the actor's body, and then you sculpted this, sculpted the monster costume around their body, and then you would make, like, a negative cast, and then, like, there you go. You would have this suit that they would climb into. Well, they wanted to do something, like, weird and different for this... The, the puke monster, the torso monster, uh, because all of Giger's designs were like see-through mm-hmm. and you could like see the internal organs and then you could see the ribs and stuff like that. So they made uh, multiple layers of this uh, costume and they b- kind of like built it until they had like five layers. And then they had... A Vietnam War veteran who had had both of his legs and one of his arms blown off by a landmine. This guy got into the Vietnam War, got into Vietnam, stepped off the helicopter onto a landmine. Like, arrived in Vietnam for the first time, stepped off the helicopter, and got his arms and legs blown off. So he had um, one arm left, and but he he played this this monster, and uh, he they they like yeah they built this suit for him, but it was like different layers. So then, when he like comes up and moves, it's like all of these different parts are like sliding on top of each other, and they yeah. use like see through uh, stuff so you can like see all these different things, and then they were talking about. Uh, when the monster, like, stops crawling and it turns around to, like, look at uh, the parents. Yeah. And it turns around and it, like, smiles. And in the movie, it's, like, the the right corner of its lip kind of twitches a little bit. hmm And uh, that happened because, like, the wires to make the creature smile, one of the wires got caught. So it, like... <laughs> twitches its lip and it also doesn't pull up as far as it should Mm -hmm. so it kind of gives like this lopsided smile and they they did the shot and that happened and the director you know said says cut at the end of the scene he's like cut and the special effects guy walked up and he's like we have to do that again like the wire tripped or whatever and the director was like "No, no 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 like it looks amazing and he was just like but it's fucked up Mm -hmm. like it fucked up and the director was like no it's great i love it i love it keep it and then so they did and that's like one of the things that everybody remembers about the monster is that it has this creepy lopsided smile to it and the guy was like completely unintentional we didn't mean for it to do that it's interesting Those little happy accidents end up actually making it better it's like in um in american werewolf in london when his friend appears to him and he's it's like when he appears and he has the giant claw mark yeah. in his face. Uh, when he's talking, there's like a piece of flesh on his neck mm-hmm. that like wiggles mm-hmm. the whole time he's talking. That wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. But it did, and everybody thought it was just like disgusting. Yeah. And he was just... I Because same thing, I watched bonus features on the DVD I have. And he was just like, we didn't mean for that to happen. It just did. And it... It adds like so much yeah. to that scene. It makes it so much more realistic because it, it's just like this flopping mm-hmm. piece of flesh on his neck. It's really cool. I love I love happy accidents like that in yeah. in, in movies. So r- the Poltergeist two bonus features are really really interesting. Lots of cool stuff. Yeah, I'm, I still need to
0: watch all that stuff on the the thing. I haven't even haven't even put in the movie yet.
1: Want to because there is a lot on that disc. I'm sure it's gorgeous because we watched the original Poltergeist. I finally got Lindsay to watch the original Poltergeist um, a couple days after I had watched Poltergeist two, mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't look bad. You know it never really does, but where we were watching it on DVD, and I and it was kind of it was. Not the first time, but it was the first time in a long time that watching the DVD, I was just like, oh shit, like that Blu-ray really does look incredible, you know, comparatively. Mm -hmm. Like, especially for an old movie like that. Yeah. They... Why were you
0: watching the DVD? Because that's all I
1: have. I don't have a Blu-ray of Poltergeist. Oh, okay. The original, the first one. Um and then uh there is a blu-ray mm-hmm. but it's not like it's not a screen factory or error or anything oh, like it's, it's not... just a blu-ray i just assumed that they had done that one too a lot of times they do the sequel they don't do the original a lot a lot of times it's sequels like they have phantasm 2 mm-hmm. not the first phantasm you know probably
0: different licensing
1: yeah they have like i think they have a uh they might have psycho 2 but not the first you know a lot of, a lot of that kind of stuff
0: it was like i was telling you with all that vestron shit you know they're just sitting on it yeah and no one else can do anything with it because they're not giving up the rights to it right so that's why the first chud was
1: an arrow release and then the second one's not yeah i really want uh I really want to get the gate. I re- you, oh, yeah. I know you. You've said you like that movie yeah. a lot, and uh, I want to get that. I do want to get Chud too. I love the cover for the error release of Chud,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I want to pick that up.
0: I just love the fact that that's like a, like a mini, precursor to Home Alone. Yeah. <clears throat> the original Chud. The, what's his face, John Hurd and, uh, Daniel Stern.
1: Uh-huh. Or all in it, Everybody's mm. in it together. Yeah. <sighs> oh, did I... I told you about the popcorn movie that I pre-ordered, right? I don't think so. No? So, my friend Christy, who I know from Horror Hound, uh, like three years ago, um, she worked with Synapse. Oh, wait. You did tell me about this. Because yeah. I
0: remember you talking about her working on this movie and then it taking so long in between uh-huh. when she was actually like helping and then it's just now being released
1: like yeah. three years later or yeah. something like that. So it has. It's been three years since she flew out to LA and like got to, she, she got to, she hosted the interviews that they did for this movie Popcorn, which is from 1991. Um, and she also got to see, like, they, like, pulled a bunch of stuff out of, a, out of, like, a vault or an archive, so she got to see a lot of, like, never-before-produced, like, back behind-the-scenes stills and, yeah. like, all this kind of stuff. Um, and the reason she did this is because she's been a really big advocate for the movie for a long time because she loves it. So she used to write for Horror Hound magazine and stuff, so, you know, when she was... Prolific in the environment, she threw her weight behind this movie, mm-hmm. um, and so was instrumental in getting Synapse to pick it up. Yeah. Uh, because it's never been on Blu-ray before, and I think a DVD is, like, even harder to find. Like, it's just not an easy-to-find easy movie. Um, so, yeah, so three years later, after the title announcement yeah, that it's finally being released, and it comes out in March uh and, I, and I'm excited i got I pre-ordered the Steelbook version of it and I mean I literally am only buying it because Christie has been talking about it yeah for three years mm-hmm. uh so it's it's exciting though like I'm really excited about it just to kind of see this this whole this this whole thing come to fruition and uh I don't know it's it's exciting It's cool. Like, be a part of the revival, yeah. almost, you know? Yeah, it's cool about the
0: <clears throat> the kind of comeuppance of these companies that are willing to go out there and find these obscure movies and, you know, do something nice for them, even if they don't have millions of people clamoring for their re-release, just maybe a few... Hundred, a few thousand—I don't know—in some cases, but yeah, it's cool to give these uh, more obscure films that kind of treatment, you know, and then might give them a second chance to grow and become uh, cult
1: classics. Yeah. yeah. Pretty neat. Uh, I feel like I was going to say something else. Oh, you haven't played Final Fantasy yet, have you?
0: No, because I'm—I still need to finish watching. Uh, was it King's King Slave? Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to play that before I started the game. Mm. Or not play it. Watch, watch it. Watch it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Have you gotten into it any further?
1: Not since uh, since we talked about it last week. Briefly. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I, was, I had to leave. Yeah. But I haven't played it since then. I haven't played it since last week.
0: Oh, I was going to tell you... I had uh, come up with a little idea with with Jason. Uh Throughout the year, keep track of, like, your favorite new song when you hear it. Uh Whatever it is, your first favorite song of 2017, whenever it comes to you, keep track of it. And then, as the year goes along, we're going to keep track of our, like, our current champion, if you will. So... Then, as you keep track of how many days that song has been your favorite, um, you know, say, for instance, like, what is it? uh, The, what's my, The XX. Have you heard that band? I know who they are. Okay. I haven't really listened to them. Well, like, a song off their new album, I'm, I said, is my favorite of this year so far. yeah. Yeah. So, like whenever a song comes along and dethrones that tune um then it has to try and outdo that previous song in the number of days that it's my favorite Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the year we're gonna see like who the grand champion is like which Mm. which song was able to hold your favorite number one spot for the longest amount of time
1: god that means we don't have to listen to new music oh man such a bummer i know it is such a bummer i just it's not a bummer it's just. I think it's hard. Well, it's pretty easy now if you have Spotify. I don't have Spotify. Well. And the problem, the the issue with Spotify, (coughs) it's great, you know. But I worry playing it, like, in the car and stuff because it uses your data. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I only have so much. Like, I am afraid that if I got Spotify... Really, the only time I would use it is in the car, and that's just like, you know, I can't, I have a lot of data, don't get me wrong, uh, and I, you know, I'm on Wi-Fi whenever I can be, but if I run out, it, you know, they don't like charge me or anything, but I just like can't, then I can't use my phone in public at all like i can only use it when i'm at home because can you track your data as you go along do you have like yeah a, i can i can look i think because i don't think it takes up like
0: too much. much yeah i mean if you're not going on like 10 hour trips right right every week to and from work you know i i use mine quite often and uh-huh. i don't think it it doesn't make a huge impact right i don't think it's nearly as uh data intensive as a you were just like watching videos all day or something like that right i don't think it uses true. as much since it's that's, just audio that's
1: fair. i can i can download it
0: but yeah because like you can go on there and just click what's new and it'll show you a bunch of new releases like oh, for that right. week
1: that's yeah. a good idea so it's a pretty cool tool to have can you do like the like the pan, like pandora stations kind mm. of the same thing where you yeah. just like pick a band but then it plays you yeah Just, like, artist radios. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll get get that. I'll do it. I think you can
0: even just, like, download it and then click sign in with Facebook. And you won't
1: even have to create, like, a username and password or anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll get that. But... I have been, it's not a 2017 song, but I have been obsessed with, ever since you mentioned it last cast, um, Holy Water from Take oh, yeah. Sunday. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Song's song is so good. I know. I've, yeah, really I've been is. playing that song a lot, a lot, over and over. So, not a 2017 song, Yeah. but unofficially, I, you know, it could be my first favorite song of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because it's pretty, you know, it's still pretty, it's new to me. I only started listening to the band like two weeks ago. Well, to that album two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, that
0: XX album is really
1: good. Did they it have that one song? uh A band right, a band left, a mm-hmm. band right. I fucking hate that Dude. song. God, I hate that song so much. <laughs> that was their first big single. Yeah, I think that. Came out in like two thousand nine or ten. Yeah, it was a while. Like. It was a while ago, but that was kind of their breakout song. I hated it.
0: <laughs> so I had I had never listened to them really. like two first...
1: cards in a row. <laughs> <That's> so... <laughs> you never no. listened to them really. No, I just bought the album. Do they sound different than that now? I mean, I
0: I like it. It's it's pretty mellow. Pretty mellow. Yeah. So it's not, they're not like cranking out bangers or anything, but it's, it's good music to put on and
1: drive around to. Apparently Miley Cyrus's younger sister has a new song out. Really? That's probably going to be my favorite song. (laughs) She, Lindsay was telling me that she she doesn't sound like Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. She sounds exactly like Hannah Montana. Oh, really? She's like, it's really weird. But there's like a definite, she sound. he definitely sounds like Hannah Montana, but not Miley Cyrus. <laughs> huh. That's kind of odd. That but is. I need, so I need to look that song up. I don't know what her name is. Hmm. Her, you know, uh, do you remember the band Metro Station? Yeah. That was a Cyrus kid. Oh, was it wasn't? Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus's brother was in that band. Oh did not know that he was the bass player the tall skinny gross looking bass player
0: i think billy ray needs to make a comeback (laughs) big time time push maybe he could do like a an album with miley and get
1: i'm sure they have i feel like they have maybe not a whole
0: album but no i've i think they put like videos out where they played together yeah just like at home Oh, yeah. but i'm talking like billy ray goes back to the old days gets edgy again country days but like you know back when he had like the full-blown mullet yeah and, like the cut off t-shirt yeah really tight pants the, flan-
1: the cut off flannel with the white t-shirt underneath. yeah yeah
0: you could go that route and ache your break your heart <laughs>
1: He could just release an album called "Patch It Up." <laughs> Patch It Up, Buttercup, <laughs> and it's all about how you need to get the fuck over it. <laughs> that breakup doesn't mean shit. That'd be the start of the album. Yeah. I'm just saying that. That breakup don't mean shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the wow, 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 <laughs> guitar comes in. <laughs> i'd listen to it that's that's funny i can't i no part of me enjoys country music not a single country song. johnny cash is about as country as it gets for me i know there's i'm sure there's a lot of like folk artists yeah i was gonna say what about like
0: alt country like stuff that's not played on the radio Like the fucking outlaw country and shit, you know, like shooter Jennings dudes who look like they'd hang out with like, he is legend,
1: you know, maybe that kind of stuff. Maybe. Um, but, and like, and like Southern metal mm -hmm. type deal, you know, I like, I like that stuff, but, uh, modern country, no part of me enjoy country. No. Like, Florida Georgia Line. None of like... it. It is the most unappealing <laughs> yeah. type of music. I would rather listen to, like, Yoko Ono's Scream mm-hmm. for three hours on an album with no music, just vocal performances of gibberish.
0: Than listen to, like, a Luke Bryan album? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, any I mean, anybody. Garth Brooks holds a a special place for me only because when I was nine years old, I decided I was really into country music and he was my favorite, but like, it's not much better, but I listened to country music seriously, you know, like I was a fan Mm -hmm. for probably a year ish. And then Creed came along. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck country. <laughs> Creed is life. Yeah. And, you know, and uh, that's, that is really what got me away. And then from Creed came Green Day. And then I really got into, you know, the alternative music, the whole alt scene. But so Garth Brooks holds a, a special place for me just because he was my favorite when I was nine. I but, loved Garth, too. But other than that, kid. man. But it only the one album, too. Only the album with Friends in Low Places and Thunder Rolls and whatever. I'd probably still listen to that album. Yeah. Like, whatever. All those other... There were a, a lot of hits on that song. He wrote good... He At
0: the time, anyway, ha,
1: had a hits lot of good... Hits on that song. Stuff. Hits on that album. <laughs> a lot of good
0: stuff. Yeah. I... I the same way I kind of have a soft spot for, like... Late eighties and early to mid nineties country music. Uh-huh. Like that's what my mom always listened to when we were driving around running errands and shit. So yeah. like Garth Brooks and I don't know if during your one year as a country boy, you got in like listen to Alan
1: Jackson or like Travis Tritt. I listened and, to K ninety nine point one FM. Yep, yeah, that's like <laughs> every day. That was it. Every was day. Station. And I I still like remember the words to songs too. Like, yeah, fucking horrible. Every once in a while, I'll just be like doing my thing, and then I'll just be like, "Hey, there's gonna be a country song stuck in your head today." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah. uh, do you remember? I don't know who sings it. There was the song about the guy who uh, it was like he was an he was at an auction. John Michael Montgomery was that what it is? Yeah. Hey, pretty lady, what not you give me yeah. a sign? I Do Anything to make your mind on oh mine? Yep. It's <laughs> a great song. I'm going once. I'm going twice. twice. I'm sold so to the lady in the second row. Throat. She's an eight, eight she's, nine, nine, she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. Yep. Yep. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue, blue eyes. eyes. I'm, I'm about to bid my, my heart goodbye. goodbye. Yep. Yeah.
0: Bid my heart goodbye because they're at the auction. Yep. Yeah. That was a good song. My girlfriend in, like, fourth grade bought me that CD for my birthday.
1: Uh, that's uh, that's a good song yeah. I, every, everything else though every once in a while uh, Lone Star that uh, fuck the one song they had I don't know how you do yeah. that song gets stuck in my head all the time <laughs> cause they play it at weddings I've been yeah. to like three weddings where they played that song and I'm just like gritting my teeth yeah. every time I'm glad I compiled the
0: Playlist for uh, well, Jess and I worked together on our playlist, but we didn't have like a random DJ. Oh, just playing like hit wedding hits, yeah. No, we didn't do that. We picked out like all of our own music. That's good, that's cool. Had someone from well, two of the guys who were in the Beast with me did like the DJ, mm-hmm. and, like MC type right. shit, announced which dances were coming up and all that stuff. So it was cool. Because that can totally ruin a reception, in my opinion. You get one of these lame-o dudes who, you know, like, they're not very good at their job. And then to top it off, they also try to get, like, way too friendly with the family. Yeah. And crack jokes that aren't funny and put all the attention on themselves. Right. really stupid. I can't stand that shit. So... A good thing to avoid if you're getting married anytime soon. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah the the my cousin my first cousin that got married had a live band which was cool don't Um, really hear about many people doing that these days so that's kind of neat she had a live band that was kind of like they were they were like a jazz band but they still played like hit songs you know so it was it was fun it was really Mm -hmm. neat my one of my friends had a legit jazz band where they played no song that I recognized and it was classy as fuck. Yeah. Um, that was really, it was really cool. Uh, and my cousin that recently got married had a DJ. And I don't mean this in a bad way, even though it sounds bad, but the music was kind of forgettable. Mm hmm. But it like it wasn't bad. Yeah. At least it wasn't bad, you know. I didn't. There was. I, I didn't spend a lot of time on the dance floor at that wedding. But at no point was I like, God, this music is not going well. You know. Yeah. So I think that's okay. Um, I don't know. I've always I always thought it would be fun to just like because I know. Well, I, you know, used to. I used to be friends with more well I'm friends still friends with a lot of bands now but when uh when I was dating my last girlfriend we talked about that kind of stuff it was like oh well like we know this person that does photography and we know this mm-hmm. band like they can play like wouldn't it be fun to just like we know this dude who like can DJ like wouldn't it be fun to just have all of our friends do stuff for us yeah it is fun yeah oh
0: well, what's going on this weekend? Anything?
1: There is a, uh, like a geek dance party at Blind Bob's on Saturday, if you guys want to go. Um, we're, I think we're going to go. Nancy's going to go. And I think Cody and Aria might show up too. Hmm. But it's like, a, it's like there's going to be a DJ. They're going to have two stand-up comedians. They're going to have like raffles. And uh, if you, like, dress in, like, a character costume or something, you get, like, $5 off your admission or whatever. So hopefully there will be a lot of characters walking around. But Hmm. it's they're calling it, like, the the geek ball or something. It's, like, the first time they're doing it. So I think we're going to go to that.
0: Well, I don't know what's going on for Saturday yet. Are you going to come over on sunday night
1: what sunday night
0: the royal rumble i don't know maybe you should yeah it's gonna be fun <laughs> who else coming uh jason and hannah i know for sure
1: um yeah i assume you asked kyle and trinity at least
0: i haven't asked kyle yet i, I still need to but i would imagine they probably will because it's like We don't always get together for, like, the kind of in-between pay-per-views, but, like, for the really big ones Uh we do, usually, and this is one of the big ones. Uh I think you were here last year for it, maybe.
1: I was probably here for part of it, because I didn't, I don't think I watched, like, a whole match or anything. It's the, uh,
0: it's the one where, like, 29 guys come out over the period of the match, and, like, the last person standing... Wins and then they go on to WrestleMania. Huh. So like the object of the match is to enter the ring and then like every minute another guy comes out and you get eliminated if you're thrown over the top rope and land on the ground. Uh-huh. So like the object of the match is to be the last person left. Huh. And then I've never on. seen anything like that. Oh, okay. So. Well, it's it's always a lot of fun because they don't announce every person that's going to be in it. So there are usually a few surprises, like people that you haven't seen for, you know, years or something like that. You'll have your wild cards that come in and everyone goes crazy. And
1: As if, like, 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 if, uh, I don't even know. Like if Hulk Hogan just showed up out of yeah, nowhere.
0: Yeah. Just, like, ran into the ring. Yeah, just, like, you see the countdown and then it's like, five, four, three, two, one. And then they'll pause and then the music hits and then they uh-huh. come out and... Yeah, so it's usually fun. I actually looked up on Reddit today; someone posted like a Royal Rumble drinking game. Uh huh. Um, seemed kind of
1: fun to play during the Rumble match. I would do it. Might do that. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what's going on Sunday. Uh, I don't know if we were going to like be at the shop or anything. Like, I think Jess was going to do some stuff over there like early. Yeah.
0: But because of that pay per view, she was going to kind of take the day off yeah sort of at least try and be here by like 5 or 6 right um so we'll see alright oh um I don't know you got anything else before we head out peace out for this week
1: Mm,
0: nope
1: I don't think so alright well we didn't get to do obviously we didn't get to do super scary today we talked we talked about some horror movies but uh We'll pick up on Super Scary next week. I think we should because I have a lot of stuff that I, like, haven't... I, I have a lot of stuff that I own that I haven't watched yet. Um, yeah, you know, I got recently and whatnot, and... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick back up on that,
0: yeah. Alright, well, uh, folks, thanks for listening and joining us here this evening. And um, we made it through... Without anyone, like, passing out. I don't know if you listened to the very end of
1: I got week's. pretty far, but no. I, I, The last part that I listened to was a couple of days ago, and it was right when I left. Oh, okay. After you left, it, like, oh my God. went downhill fast. God love Jason.
0: Like, no, I, <laughs> I was giving him shit. He, he got pretty like, drunk. He did. The funny thing was, I kept pace with him. I drank, like, just as much as he did, but apparently he hadn't eaten anything, like, all day. I was so going
1: to say, he seemed like a lightweight cause I took three shots Yeah, and I hadn't really eaten either though. I mean, I, I must have eaten yeah. something. Um, I can't remember as a week ago, but I took like three shots and drank a beer, but I mm-hmm. was still pretty like, yeah, good. Like I was good to go, you know, but poor Jason, yeah, I don't it's... know how many shots he did before I got here. I think a few, but it, it ended up
0: like he couldn't even answer questions I was asking him oh like <laughs> I was like talking to myself and yeah kind of poking fun at him for like the last 15 minutes. <laughs> he was barely here in the room with me. He was off good. somewhere else. I don't know. Good lord. So, we said uh next time he comes back, we're going to we'll just do a six pack. No yeah, hard good. uh no hard
1: liquor. No. So, we can do we can do a drunk cast sometime though. Oh yeah. I don't be think fun. I don't think we've ever done like a we're like shit phased and we're casting, you know? We tried the one time, I believe. Did we? And yeah. it didn't really turn out that well, did it? I don't think so. Like we I don't know if we I don't know if everyone
0: got drunk. I feel like it was a build up and didn't quite meet the expectations that we had for uh-huh. it and then we didn't do it again hmm. for whatever reason so maybe it's worth another try yeah maybe for like saint patty's day yeah we'll do like saint patty's day drunken
1: cast what episode number is this because i'm really looking forward to the meeting. pizza party it's <laughs> 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 still like a bunch away i think but i think this will be like episode 47 okay so we only have like 13 more yeah Thank God. Um, well, you know, here soon it'll be Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We need to do um, Valentine's Day cast with our ladies. Yeah. Bring the ladies on. Yeah. I think fun. that would be fun. Alright. Okay.
0: Well, um, thanks again. Stick around for the outro and listen to us tell you all the other places you need to check us out. Yep. And we will talk to you guys next time. We'll see you next week.
1: Is it enjoy chefs like what they say on Iron Chef or something? They always say it on. Chopped. Chopped. Yeah, that's what they always say. Enjoy, chef. Enjoy, chef. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Maybe
0: I'll start saying that before every podcast now. Yeah, there you go. will be my thing. hmm Enjoy, chefs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hopefully you uh, enjoyed this week's episode, and hopefully you learned a little something. Hopefully you grew a little bit as a person while you were listening, and uh, you walk away from this episode with a new lease on life and and uh you're inspired to live your best life possible
1: because that's really our goal here it really is <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, like we said in the intro you can check us out all across social media facebook.com superdivorce twitter at superdivorce instagram at superdivorce band uh the divorce club on facebook and you can email us at divorceclub@superdivorceme.com. at superdivorceme.com. You can email us whatever you want, but if you choose, you can put To Sweet Me in the subject line and then include your shipping address, and every week you'll be entered to win a mixed CD curated by either Nicholas or myself. The two Sweet Mix, as we're calling it. Yeah, the two Sweet Mix. This week is my mix. You'll be winning my CD. And uh, it's going to be a selection of tracks from my top ten albums of 2016. Uh, so we've been doing it for... Four weeks. This will be our fourth. This will be the fourth. There yeah. have been three
0: winners so far. Three winners. And they've all gotten their their mixed CDs in the mail.
1: They absolutely have. Uh, so... Um, Again, we're very active on our personal, uh, social media accounts, so we're trying to be. So you can find me on Instagram, at Bender Butt, and you can find me on Twitter, at Bender If You Nasty. Maybe I'll change it so people have an easier time following, <laughs> finding me. Letter U. Letter yeah. Bender If You U-nasty. Nasty. Uh, and then, I don't know, figure out how to find me on Snapchat, it's well you, Zach Bender and it's on Twitter yeah it's, it's your, my profile your profile
0: picture. picture so you can add him via his profile picture on Twitter
1: yeah however that works
0: and if you want to follow me across social media on Twitter Instagram Snapchat I just use Nicholas Villars because he's smart yeah I keep it simple so follow me I I try and post pretty regularly um lots of fun pictures I like to include lots of pictures on my Twitter posts, because I think that's fun to do. Yeah, your Snapchat's hilarious, too. Thank you. I like your Snapchat a lot. <laughs> Follow my snaps. Um, and uh, I also have my Snapchat... What is it? The Snapcode. That's what I use as my Twitter profile picture as well, so you can do that whole thing. And uh, yeah, man, just... Just follow us and, and, uh, stay in touch and, and, uh, and come along this journey with us.
1: Yeah, this crazy ride.
0: Mm. And I think that's going to about do it for this week. Yep. So, thanks again. Uh Uh-huh. We'll be back here next
1: Friday. Yep. 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 All right, man. All right, bye guys. Bye.
0: A divorce.